Hello, and welcome to the NatureWise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. All right. Hi, Dad. Hi, honey. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Good. Good to see you. Good morning to you and to everyone joining us today for Shamanic Sundays. We're happy to have you guys here. Thanks to all the community members. I'm here today in lieu of my sister. We've kind of created this Shamanic Sundays together. It's been a collaborative effort, and I'm usually behind the scenes. But today, um, my sister had stuff that was going on for her. So here I am, a little horse, but I'm here nonetheless, and we welcome you guys to comment or ask questions in the chat box, and we'll try to answer them today, but if not, we'll try to get back to them another day. (laughs) Dad, do you want to open us up with a little prayer? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Gratitude, it's great to see you, and thanks for filling in for your sister, and just great to see your smiling face. So dropping in here with uh, gratitude for the gifts of grace in our lives. Great spirit, creator of the universe, thank you for giving us the breath of life and, 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 and the opportunity to be alive, to, to experience the gifts of creation, to learn and grow and help us wake up and, and wise up and, and, and remember the truth of who we are, created by you, sacred, worthy, luminous beings. We are loved and we are loved, and our love is forgiving and receiving. So live love. Now, thank you for our ancestors, ancestor spirits in the land we're living on. I'm up in Rin right now, so it's Pomo Miwok people, the ancestor spirits of wherever you listeners are, remembering the ancestor spirits with gratitude, our families, our communities, our, our work in the world, and, 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 and even the challenges of these times that we're living in because they give us opportunity to do our inner work so we can show up and create responses to the challenges to open the doorway and bring through healing healing of the sacred hoop. And uh, thank you for bringing us together today with cyberspace and through Kimberly and Nicole, your help through all these shamanic Sundays and right now and all the listeners, blessings on your lives. Oh, thank you for that, dad. You're welcome. So we're going to talk about a, or somebody wrote in with a question about unhealthy patterns I just, can I interrupt you just for a second? You welcomed us with your, your beautiful smile, but you didn't introduce yourself or say anything about yourself. So uh, just for people who are seeing you for the first time here, just share with them your name, just a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is Nicole Ananda, which means joy, which my parents told me it's because I bring joy to the world. <laughs> I've been raised with that, which feels good. I'm Tom's younger daughter and less comfortable in front of the camera, but happy to be here. Yeah. And you have two grandsons and... and, uh, I have two sons. I mean, two sons. Yeah, my grandsons. Yeah. Yeah, one of them who's en route to Spain right now from Italy. So sending him good, safe journey, protection, and a 17-year-old who's out and about. And one husband. And one husband. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Oh, good man. Yeah. Justin. yeah. Okay. So great. Thank you. Yeah. People, people, people uh, need to know who you are and a little bit about you. And in the future, they'll learn more about you and, and your different creative pursuits that uh, 
bring bring healing to the world. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. So pregunta, what is the question? It's about unhealthy patterns. Why do we continue to do things in our lives that are unhealthy that we know are unhealthy? You know, whether it's eating too much or getting into bad relationships or doing things that just don't serve us mentally or physically. Why do we choose to continue to do that, even though our conscious mind knows that it's not serving us? So the, the uh, <clears throat> first, I'd like to reframe the question. Oh, uh, like how can we use shamanic principles to stop unhealthy patterns of behavior? All right. So let me drop in here and see what comes through from a surrender to great spirit, <clears throat> whatever you want to bring through me using me as a mouthpiece. Make sure I understand the question. Why do we sometimes continue unhealthy patterns in whatever manifestation mode they might be when we make a conscious choice not to have that second piece of cake? Um, right. You know, it's not good for our cholesterol or our weight or our, our peace of mind. Why do we continue uh, to do unhealthy patterns? And then what might there be shamanic techniques that could be helpful in uh, turning that situation around. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's so many examples of unhealthy, you know, patterns that we all get into in our lives, yeah. whether it's, you know, relationships or, you know, choosing the wrong relationships. You know, I, sometimes I, I have a, you know, dog who's got bad allergies, as you know, and, you know, I watch him sneak into things and eat, you know, bad food and, you know, a couple hours later, or not bad food, but food he's not supposed to eat that he has a reaction to, you know, in a few hours later to a few days later, he's can't stop scratching. So it's like, I've thought to myself, God, I wish he could see the result of his actions and understand, you know, and then make choices not to do that. And then I think, but wait, I don't always make choices, you know, that are good for me. And I'm a you know, adult and I mean, a, you know, human being that can think in those ways and see the results. And I still make the wrong decisions sometimes. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. A little guidance and shamanic wisdom. Well, the first part of the question is a why question. And there's a, there's an old uh, spiritual tradition that speaks about the fact that we all have what they call an inner adversary. And it's, it just comes with, with our belly button, comes with part of being part of a, of a human being. And that inner adversary is in there to uh, tell us to take that, that unhealthy step. The thing that we know in our minds, that, that wouldn't be a good thing to do. This would not be a good relationship to enter into. I should not eat that food. I, you know, whatever uh, our conscious intention is for good, the inner adversary says, no, 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 no. I got a better plan for you, a better idea. Just come over here and we'll go down this road. It tries to pull us off, tries to seduce us off uh, from our intention. And in the spiritual context, the spiritual uh, understand, the framework of, of understanding, the ego responds to the inner adversary. We get upset with ourselves and we might feel guilty or, or judgmental about ourselves or beat ourselves up for being weak or making the same mistake again or blowing it or dropping the ball or whatever, whatever the unhealthy behavior might be. And so it feels like a troublemaker. It feels like it's just, it's just causing us problems here, getting us to do, do unwise uh, decisions that are hurtful to us or hurtful to others' behaviors. But yet when they're expanding uh, consciousness, the, the uh, framework, 
the uh, inner adversary plays a very important role in our growth process. Because if we didn't have that inner adversary trying to pull us off and seduce us into A, B, C, or D, whatever unhealthy behavior, there wouldn't be any there wouldn't be any growth work. The growth comes from not staying in a comfort zone and just doing whatever we feel like like doing, which is which is the animal instinct in us, which is in all of us, uh, the reptilian brain, the limbic brain functioning under the level of conscious uh, choices, but very much an activator of a lot of what we do beneath the awareness of, of, of consciousness. So the, to, to become aware of, let's use that example of, the, of the, taking that second piece of, piece of cake. Well, yesterday, actually, I was in Whole Foods, and I was getting some lunch, and I was hungry, and I saw a really nice uh, brand muffin that I really felt like having. And uh, it certainly wouldn't have killed me to have it. But the last two days prior, I'd had uh, some sweet uh, desserts. And so I knew that my system can only tolerate a certain amount of sugar. And uh, if I take more, my, my system lets me know about that. So no, it's not sugar and flames, a little bit it's okay, but you, you don't want to get into that on a regular basis. It's a powerful, it's a powerful drug effect, really, sugar. And, and so I knew I'd had enough and I needed to give myself, my system a couple of days to clean out uh, and release that uh, so I could come back to the state of, you might say, cleanliness or puritiness or, or purity or just good clean energy running through my pipes. Chi, monica, pori, not clogged up or inflamed with sugar. And yet my, my temptation was, I knew that, my conscious mind and my, tem- my temptation was, oh, come on, man. it's not going to kill you. Just so you're going to enjoy it. You know, you can, you can go to the next day, you know, next three days or the rest of the week and not have any sugar. So go, just go ahead and, and take it. And I was really, I could feel the seductiveness of uh, my Yetzirah, my, my inner adversary, uh, <clears throat> trying to pull me off into you know, a course that I knew would not be good for me. And so I engaged. I had to engage in a battle with awareness of what I was feeling seduced to do that I knew wasn't the right thing for me to do. There was a tension. There was a tension between two parts of my brain, two parts of my mind, you might say. And uh, it's in that tension that you might say brings brings uh, enhances awareness to uh, a decision, making a, making a decision consciously. And it's in that that uh, working with that tension. To, to overcome the, what the inner adversary is trying to pull you to do when you know it's not the right thing for you to do and you're going to feel bad afterwards, that, that's where the muscle gets strengthened. That's where the muscle of concentration gets strengthened. That's where the muscle of mind um, gets strengthened. Because then you, it's, it's like you face that inner adversary and you see how it's trying to pull power from you and energy from you. But you say, no, you face it. You look in the eye and say, no. I'm not going to give you the energy to to run my show here to do something that I know is not going to be good for me to do. And so then you, with, with that awareness, that heightened awareness because of the tension, it's a, it's a battle, it's an inner struggle, calls for what I call the warrior spirit. But engage in that inner battle is, is put the energy back into what I know is right for me to do. I'm going to pass up that set, that, that um, Rand Muffin today. I'm going to be good to myself. I'm going to be loving myself. I'm going to strengthen my immune system. I'm going to strengthen all the powers of physical and physiological and energetic functions inside my lower consciousness being, my, my, my wisdom activities that take place below the threshold of awareness that know how to heal, that know how to uh, 
and do amazing miracles in the physiological function in our bodies that we don't know how to, how to do. So I'm going to support that wisdom inside of me, and I'm going to enhance it <clears throat> by doing what's right for me to do, and I'm going to feel good about it, that I, that I strengthen the muscle uh, instead of being seduced, allowing myself to be seduced by that, that inner adversary. I've strengthened the muscle that's going to, that's going to uh, improve my ability in the future to overcome feeling seduced by that, by the uh, inner adversary trying to pull me off into, into doing something that's not, not for my greatest good. So I feel better about having done what was right for me. My, my, my energy gets brighter. I'm polishing up my stardust. It's a good example of inner work to polish up the inner stardust to shine through. I'm, through, I'm treating myself in a more loving way, helping my consciousness attune and connect with the, with the uh, love, light, essence, consciousness that I am. That's the polishing up of, of waking up, wising up, and living love now. So that's one uh, set of dynamics that comes up in terms of where and understanding where the, the energy comes from to, to pull us off into doing unskillful and un, un, unhealthy behavior patterns. Another aspect is, is uh, and of course, all of this starts with intention. That's everything. Everything starts with intention. So we notice in our lives, the more we notice when we're being pulled off from what we, what we, we set our mind as being the way we want to go, there's some energy is it's taking place inside of us that, that's trying to meet a need. It's trying to meet a need through a specific behavior, like eating more when I'm not hungry. So instead of facing the inner adversary and putting the energy back in the power back and, oh, well, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to do this other behavior that, that I know is right for me. I have to get the. I have to gain the uh, permission of what in the Hawaiian system is called the lower self, the the uh, uniapili, uniapili, lower self that that uh, of, of wisdom uh, within us that knows how to do all those physical and physiological and energetic functions to promote our health and our healing and our and our wellness, and that's connected with our uh, with limbic brain. And, feelings and a reptilian brain, the animalness inside of us below the cerebral cortex that makes the conscious decisions. No, I don't want to have that. Uh, it's not good for me to have that second piece of cake while my, my right hand's sneaking out behind me to grab it. So when I'm paying attention because of the intention, it's basically saying I want to bring the power of my attention to really noticing when I catch myself and my awareness starting to do a behavior uh, that I know is not good for me. So I, in order to, to uh, be consistent with staying with that behavior that I know is good for me, I have to, I have to gain the, the support and the alliance and, and the joining of my, my reptilian brain and my uniapili, lower, lower mind, three-tier three mind, the conscious mind, the lower mind, and the higher mind, the helmacula, the higher consciousness. In order to fulfill what our conscious mind wants to do, we have to gain, as I say, we have to gain the acceptance and support, the approval of, of the, uh, the, the lower animal brain mind, uh, the lower self, or else it's going to, it's got a need that's not being met, no matter what our conscious mind chooses, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pull us off. It's going to pull us off. So that requires uh, more, more polishing up stardust and going inside to see, okay, so what's the need that, that as I'm reaching out for that second piece of cake, when I know it's not good for me, what's the need that's trying to be met there through, through the behavior, that strategy of eating a second piece of cake, which, of course, isn't going to, might give a few moments of satiation with, with the sugar rush, 
is 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 when that goes away, I'm gonna feel worse because I did something I know wasn't right for me for me to do. Right. So what's the deeper need? It requires dropping down deeper inside of us. So what, what's the deepest deeper need that's not being met? So in that desire, this is an example for the second piece of cake, I'm feeling sad. Okay, what am I then drop down into what am I feeling sad about? I'm I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling uh just dropping down into whatever the feelings are, and given whatever the feelings are, what's the need there? I have a need to feel uh, loved. I have a need to feel uh, cared for. I have a need to be uh, respected. I have a need to be validated. I have a need to be uh, feel affirmed. I have a need to feel uh, uh, important. I have a, whatever the need might be, you know, whatever our human needs are. To, to allow them to be. We don't have to act on them, but we need to, with our feelings, to, to, to see what they are and what those feelings are connecting us to a need. And then when we have clarity about what the need is, that second piece of cake isn't going to address any of those needs. So then it gives me opportunity to open awareness, open myself to, to expand consciousness, whatever shamanic techniques might work to open consciousness to a broader bandwidth, to open Spirit's presence, higher consciousness, uh, seeking guidance about well, how can I meet this need in a way that promotes asking a question into that deeper wisdom. Because we have access to the infinite creative wisdom power of the universe. We have access to that power that, that creates and maintains the universe in our lives and in the diversity of life and creation and the cosmos. I mean, it knows what it's doing. It's been around for quite a while and, and seems to be working quite well and we don't Mess, mess with it, mess it up, as we're so prone to do. And our ignorance and our arrogance, all connected with the ego identity, reducing our identity to thinking we're just, just the ego, and forgetting that no, we're 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 much more than that. We're much bigger than that. We're part of this infinite, infinite creative wisdom, right. power, energy of the universe. And then asking it for guidance. Okay, so how can I how can I meet that need that you've identified in a way that serves my fullest blossoming and my greatest good and all who might be touched by how I move to meet this need in a healthy and skillful way. And I need to communicate, go down into my uniopilian lower self and, and, uh, and say, I hear you, what you're, what you're, what you're feeling. I, 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 I get your message that you're hurting, you need something. And uh, I'm here not to resist you, but to uh, to help that need get met in a healthy way. So all the systems are in tune. It creates more harmony amongst all the three different parts of ourselves and, and the fullness of our being. And so we're able to walk in harmony and balance with the, with the pipes open to, act, to accessing that creative wisdom power of the universe for guidance about how to meet that need in a way that truly does serve fullest blossoming greatest good also just applying it to relation i mean i i guess it's it's applicable to everything you do what you're saying but in the with the cake example it's like in the moment right so it's like just that impulse control control and everything but with relationships like so many people choose unhealthy relationships and like with those patterns i guess it's just the daily practice of doing all these things that you're sharing to help strengthen that muscle so that you can make those choices and and see what you know you're missing out on or what you're feeling sad about that you can then 
bring that strength and that awareness into all of your relationships. So you make better choices in that regard. Yeah. Like, in, like in terms of relationships, I mean, one of the things that we all need is to feel respected that our feelings and our thoughts are not necessarily agreed with by our partner, but we're respected. We have a right to our feelings and thoughts and, and a willingness to, to, to listen to and learn about what the other person's thinking and feeling and, where it's coming from. And, and so that opens the doorway up for, for, for how to explore mutual needs, uh, you know, in a, whatever our needs are in a ways that, that promote growth, healthy growth and respect in the relationship. So if I'm clear, clear that I have a need to be respected in a relationship and I set an intention of that's something I want in a relationship, conscious mind makes that choice. So then if I'm interacting with a new person, I'm dating a new person or exploring a relationship with somebody and I have a need for that respect, if I feel I'm being treated in a disrespectful way by the other person, then that's something, then it's on me to say something about that. Not to blame or judge the other person, but to share the information of, I have a need, you know, to feel feel respected and and, and I feel like what you're going to feel hurt by what you just said or the way you said it, or whatever it is. And so then I want to see how the other person responds. Most likely, they, didn't, they might have done that and said or done something, you know, they weren't consciously aware of it. So to me, the important thing is to not judge the other person, just give them feedback about the impact on you, on me, about what they said or did. And then I want to see how they respond. Right. You know, do they respond defensively? Do they put, put it back on me, get angry or upset, or close down, or... Or are they open to looking at their own behavior because they care about me and its impact on yeah. me? So when I when I share the truth of what's happening for me, excuse me, without judging the other person or making them wrong or bad, just saying the truth. Is when you do behavior A, this is, uh, it triggers this feeling inside of me, and uh, I need to talk about that with you. So if they're open to working with that, that's a sign to me I'm being respected. So I want to. Con- this is a relationship I want to continue as compared to the response of uh, the person not willing to, to, to look at their behavior and its impact on me and, and explore how to work with, with whatever their need was in trying to, and what they said or did, it was not skillful in terms of our relationship. They're willing to look and work on that. And I am on my end when it comes back to me. That's what grows us in the relationship. So if, yeah. if, if I'm not getting that response, then this is a sign that uh, this is not a healthy relationship for me. But I do have a question from somebody. Okay, go ahead. And it's it's all related, but it's on the flip side. What keeps me from doing that which I know contributes to my well-being? Well, again, so go down inside your, your lower self there, and, and it's, it's got an agenda that it doesn't want to cooperate with that. It's got some needs going on there that that behavior that you want to do isn't, isn't going to meet. And so I need to go down in there and, and say, so what do you want? What do you really need? What's going on for you? That listening in that deeper self and then using whatever uh, shamanic techniques might work for you to open your awareness to larger to connection with spirit and using that power to help you overcome it, to meet the need in a, in, a, in a good way and overcome the inner adversary to put your energy and attention into what it is you do want to do. Yeah. So thank you. That's great. I will, I will listen to that and try to work on those things myself. So thank you. Also, because we are looking at time and stuff, is there a way that you can lead us in a visualization about flipping the switch to choose healthy patterns and behaviors? Well, let's just drop right in, take the elevator, close our eyes, drop in, take the elevator down, 
way deep down inside of us to where the wisdom lives that knows how to do amazing things promoting our health and our healing and setting our intention, clearly and consciously setting an intention of awareness, heightening awareness to notice when I choose to do something that's healthy for me, skillful interaction. And I notice because I'm paying attention, I set this intention, the inner adversary inside of me is trying to pull me off to do to not do that healthy behavior and do something else instead. I bust it. I confront it. It's like a you know I tackle it, tackle it right down, look it right in the eye, and say no. I'm not giving you the power to run the show. I open myself up to listening to what your need is. What is it that that you need that's not going to be met by this? You know what I want to do that's healthy. Maybe I need to explain why I'm doing it and, and how, it's, how the lower self is going to benefit from the action and listen to why it's resisting it. Try to understand why it's resisting it. What do you need that this isn't going to meet or are you frightened of or you want differently? Uh, what, what's the deepest need here? So listening to that and then accessing the wisdom creative power of the universe through opening your consciousness to the wider bandwidth and asking for guidance, wisdom guidance about how to meet that need in a way that strengthens me, strengthens you, strengthens us in our ability to stay focused with our intention, acting on our intention more consistently, more frequently, more powerfully, with joy, grace, and gratitude. And may it be so. Oh, oh, pretty awesome. Oh, thank you, Poppy. It was good to be here with you today. And thank you to you. And Thank you for your life and for everyone from the community that joined today. Please like follow us and tell your friends and we hope to see you again next Sunday. Yeah. And thank you, Nicole, for, for doing what you did today. And so happy viewers get to get to meet my, my other daughter, beautiful it's, other daughter. It's thank nice you. to be here with you. I love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Have a good Sunday, everybody. Love you. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.